Hi folks. Hello. Um, we are two left feet. We are two left feet. Uh, I'm Ellie. I'm Ellie. <laughs> I was just trying to remember the um, the name slogan. Oh. I'm Lewis. That's not the slogan. Just wanted to get that clarified because <laughs> I did say I was Ellie. Um, expert expert dancers. dancers, passionate lefties. I do know it. I do know it. <laughs> well, the reason you've forgotten is because yeah, it's been a while since we've we... not done a video for ages. Yeah, and we're sorry about that. We're not sorry about that. Nah. We're. It was always going to be this way. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. We just. It's just not. Like a f proper full time job, is it? We just don't care enough. <laughs> well, no, it's just like. Um, yeah, it's an thing... intermittent thing. Yeah. We're, we have portfolio careers. Yes. We also, I think, we got a bit stressed with how much editing and work the old ones took. So this time we've got a new format, which is that we talk straight. Talk straight to you. <laughs> talk We're talking straight. <laughs> straight talking. Minimum editing. There will be some editing. But yeah. yeah, we're just we've just reformulated it a little bit at our end, which is not very interesting for you. But there you go. But that's just why it's been so what a bit of a while. Yeah, we had I think we had peaked with our rapidity of content production at the beginning, and then <laughs> there was episodes. like a long of three. Well, two yeah, two three within a month or within two months, and then now and then there was a big s slope downwards. They don't care. I just, I just think it's important to mention, <laughs> like, just it, at least to kind of temper the, um, like, that was lots of stuff in a short space of time, then this is the only one in, in a long time since, and it's probably, I mean, it might be a long time before the next one. Just saying. Yeah. I don't want to be a dick about it. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're not sorry. Yeah, we're not sorry. We're just, yeah, make you aware. So this week, we've decided to talk about the word opportunities, which we'll kind of cover generally, but also we will talk about it in regards to a specific case study. Which is... Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's not um, let's not say what that case study is. <laughs> Cut. Is it going to be... <laughs> Yeah, we want to talk about opportunities and we thought it would be a really good opportunity <laughs> for us to talk about this uh, sort of situation that Wayne McGregor has created for himself um, <laughs> recently, which has been flying around on social media. For those of you who don't live under rocks, you probably know what we're talking about. But essentially, the Venice Biennale, which has a kind of dance strand to it which Wayne McGregor has is 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 curator of yes let's get director of facts straight yeah um and there's an uh, opportunity that is being offered by the festival and by Wayne and by the other heavy rabbit ears mm. well yeah we'll get to 
our feelings about this mm. later. Um, and along with other choreographer, Crystal Pite. Mm. And uh, it's an offer of three months uh, to spend time in Venice. If you are under 30, you can apply. Yeah. If you're a dancer or a choreographer. And you will uh, be kind of taking dance class every day. You'll be making choreography if you're a choreographer. You'll be performing in other people's choreographies if you're a dancer. Wayne will be making, will be staging some work. He'll spend 10 days with this group of people. And then at the end, there'll be performances which will be in the festival. Um, and it's sort of being advertised as a college. Mm. So it's a sort of training program. And you... Uh, you pay 80 euros to apply. To participate, I think. To participate. I think so. I think, okay. I think so you can apply for free. You can apply for free. Okay. And then if you get selected, you pay 80 euros to, I don't know, cover admin costs or something. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds lovely, doesn't it? Spending a summer in Venice would be lovely. Yes. Accommodation paid. Oh, I don't think so. That's what some people have said. We'll clarify that here. Yeah. So, basically, it's... The, 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 the listing also says that the working arrangement will be up to 10 hours a day. Yeah. Up to six days a week. <laughs> yeah. And for, I don't know, for, for dancers especially, this seems like, that seems like too much work uh, to not get paid to do. It seems like... Um, I mean, for dancers and choreographers, anyone involved, really. Uh, so the, the, the question is, is this a job or not? And, uh, you know, what, what, should con what should the conditions be if it is a job? Um, mm. And what can we... How should it be altered as an experience if it's not a job? Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah this is this is I think this is like a bit of a key point which is like they're, 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 the whole body of people organizing this are trying to justify what we see as like unpaid work mm. as a studying space so a college yeah in order to make it sound reasonable that you would pay to do it rather than be paid to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's not a college. I mean, it's not, an, it's not affiliated to a higher education. It's like no a, accreditation. Yeah. There's nothing that you, there's no kind of uh, uh, organisation that is facilitating this in the way that a college would. So a college would have like... Um, a, 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 an application process that doesn't involve just like one person. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like, there would be a panel choosing you. It's not just Wayne. And the there what you come out of it with. You'd come out with some certificate. You'd have some kind of like pastoral support. Yeah. Even if it's not, you know, it's not saying that all universities have fantastic support networks, but you know, there's at least a promise of it. There's <laughs> <laughs> there's infrastructure. Uh, there's people that you can go and um, complain to if you have a complaint. There's 
formal processes mm, that mm. that you can go through if there is any kind of like um yeah pastoral problems there's like a community of pedagogical standards mm-hmm. um external examination mm-hmm. such and such and such so none of that is there so then on the other hand you might say okay well it's just a dance workshop mm. But who who on earth can afford to do a dance workshop for three months? <laughs> and of course, there are some people who can afford to do that. Yeah, there's loads. But the... the... But they're in a specific strata of society. Yeah, so there's, there's the way in which this, this opportunity just up front is, is exclusive. It's just yeah. there's huge... Most people won't be able to afford to do it. So that just, number one, is like... One thing I really like about that, like, the way it's worded in relation to that, it's like, he says in the opportunity call-out that it's about shaping the next generation of choreographers (laughs) and dancers. And it's like, do you mean, like, as a fascist? Like, is it like, you mean shaping as in, like, separating the poor people from the rich people? Yeah. Like, shaping as in, like, eugenics shaping, <laughs> like... Yeah, ensuring that only rich people get to be in that generation. Yeah, like, I guess he means what he... It's kind of clear that his terminology leans towards this other kind of shaping, which is, like, nurturing the creative development of. But, it, you know, when you pair it with the material conditions of the, <laughs> of the opportunity then it's clear that it it actually does a different kind of shaping. Yeah. Which is uh, about exclusivity. And, yeah. yeah. And if I think about what I'd want to get out of a workshop, if I do, a, if I pay for a workshop, um, I want it to be uh, something that I do, like, in my free time. So it's like yeah. I have time to do a workshop in between work. So this is, like, as a professional dancer. Yeah. I'll take a workshop because I want to be nourished by um, someone's work or yeah. I want to, like, I feel like I haven't managed to do dancing in a while or something. That's generally what I do. I feel, feel like yeah. I haven't got off my bum because I've been doing loads of admin work or something and I'll be like, okay, I'll do... This is pre-COVID, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a workshop where I know that I'll be, like, immersed in moving and dancing. Or um, if I've run out of things to teach. Yes, yeah, steal other people's <laughs> lessons. It's probably going to be fun. I might see some people I know yeah. or meet new people. Yeah. Um, go to the pub in the evening and um, meet people in that way as well. Like find a kind of community. But it's not to like take up an entire season of your life. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, for, yeah, exactly. There's a there's a duration which is like uh, necessary. Like it needs to be short so I can fit work around it Mm. and also because I'm a professional uh, I work in that industry like income from dancing is my job there's a a certain amount of um, dancing that I would choose to do for free or choose to pay to do but that's there's a real cut-off point after like maximum a week yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then at some point it's gonna be like okay actually this is my profession I've got to get back to like making money yeah so the idea that you would be, you would decide to do a workshop for three months is absurd. So yeah. it's not a college because there's yeah. no support network that a college would offer. There's, it's not a workshop because it's too, just too long. So all it is, 
well, it's, 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 a, it's a job. It's a dance job. There's also, there's also a, 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 a something which is maybe not so explicitly stated, which our friend Inari was questioning, which is like, I mean, it, I don't know that much about Wayne McGregor, but what I know about him is um, hearsay about his riches. And I, I, I have seen footage of his work. Never seen live Wayne McGregor. I've, n I don't think so. Um, <clears throat> but the, what I'm trying to get at, I suppose, is that I don't think he is very concerned with uh, the learning of young dancers for Venice Biennale. I don't, I can't, I can't back that up very much, but what I think is, <laughs> what I feel in my bones, is that the dancers and the choreographers will be contributing to a work which will have to impress the audiences of the Biennale. It's not about them having intrinsic professional development. I, you know, mm -mm. I don't know that for sure. But I don't feel like it's about the learning. Well, like, so I did Edge, the postgraduate company programme at The Place. Yeah. Many years ago. And to, to get together a programme of several pieces ready to perform takes a huge amount of time. I was lucky enough to be in Edge in a year where the director also made time for some workshops at the beginning and end, which was kind of like, really felt like added, felt like it made it a course, like it made it a kind of performance course where I learned and thought about performing mm. as, a, as a concept and how I related to it. And I developed sort of some thinking maybe in relation to my interests to performing. But to get together like multiple pieces in three months, there is no time for anything other than just getting the show ready yeah. to go. So you can pretty much guarantee that the learning experience is um, purely in the model of work experience. Yeah. So like yeah. the learning that you would get from shadowing someone in a professional environment. Yeah. So it's like... And that is how it's built. An internship. Is professional experience, which I have another qualm with but yes as you were saying yeah well it, un unpaid internships it's like no it's no radical thought to say that those are like um problematic because of uh, as we've said already the, the fact that they just exclude anyone from that opportunity yeah. um it, it's also who doesn't have the money to live um off, yeah. off their own wealth who doesn't have the wealth to live mm. independently yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think something I, I kind of was mulling over the other day was like, what is a, like, can something be a professional experience if you don't get paid? <laughs> like, <laughs> for That's, me, yeah, exactly. something like, in order to be called a professional experience, it, it, you know, in capitalism, in the particular, you know, society we live in, mm. uh, or maybe just full stop, it, it needs to have money attached to it. Mm. Like if it's, you know, I don't know what the definition of the word profession is, but 
I, I can find it. <laughs> well, we were talking about this the other day, and there's also another aspect of it, which is like, there's, there's something about like asking professionals to take part in a project which is called a college is really contributing to this infantilization of dancers that happens sort of across the board. There's this like never ending kind of uh, wheel big, between yeah. like um, the way that students are expected to behave, sort of transferring into the way that professionals are expected to behave. Yeah. Um, and there's, unless you start being treated like a professional, mm, mm. so you get paid to do what you do, and then there's a certain feeling that you get of like being valued yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. in that way, um, then you can actually begin to uh, assert yourself or like value yourself in, in a way that means you can actually sustain a career in dancing, if that's what you want to do, if you want it to be something that you make money from. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does professional mean, Lewis? Strictly speaking, engaged in a specified activity... Engaged in a specified activity as one's main paid occupation rather than as a pastime. So if these people have chosen to, for their profession to be dancers, so you assume this is what the call-out's for, for people yeah. who are early professionals. Yeah. Um then this is, like, not helping them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. early professionals as well, it's, like, up to 30 is not... I mean, sure, it's, it's still so young, weird, but it's yeah. still people who potentially have had 10 years working. Yeah, and yeah, And they're yeah. expected to go and work and if, for free. And if, they, if, they, if they're just starting their dance career, they, they've been in another sector, <laughs> probably, and have, and have had a different relationship to employment, and they're coming into this... I don't know, it just seems like it wouldn't even appeal to anyone unless yeah. they're rich. Um, and I think, like, yeah. there's so many more, like, ways in which we could sort of talk about the specifics of Wayne McGregor and, like, what he represents and economically, like, how he exists in the dance world. Yeah. But, but almost I sort of feel like the things we've already said, like, there doesn't need, like, <laughs> those extra... In, all, Extra facts about Wayne McGregor would add to why this is problematic. <laughs> mm, but mm. even as it is, even if this was run by someone who's not a sort of the oligarch of the dance world, <laughs> <laughs> it would still be problematic. Like, yeah. it's important for anyone to, like, not be doing, I think, not be offering unpaid work experience. And I think the counter to that is always, like, um, like isn't it better that these opportunities to dance slash do work exist um, isn't that more important that, that people get to do stuff even if it's not paid um, to which my answer is always no um, <laughs> it's not <laughs> people should do things do that, them? yeah exactly only a certain group of people get to do them so you're you're actively by offering up like um, a free opportunity or a low paid opportunity where you're like, well, it's better if like 20 people get a go than five people get yeah, a go. Yeah, yeah. Those 20 people will be exclusively uh, wealthy or making huge sacrifices, which is going to compromise yeah. Yeah, yeah. their mental health, their relationship to 
to project their their physical health their physical health like um so you're ensuring either that it's exclusive or that you're demanding a huge amount from people and that is actually not a positive positive contribution to the dance to society like in general it's people, just gross yeah people Sucks. can dance in other ways that's going to be better for them off the, yeah. <laughs> like off their own accord rather than in your like yeah if you don't soak up all the money <laughs> in your for your stupid like exploitative uh, projects then you know people might be able to apply for public funding to do their own stuff that they actually get more out of assholes So I had a little internet chat with a couple of people about this. Um, I kind of provoked some discussion and um, a couple of people came back to me um, with their thoughts on it. And they, they are in kind of full support of this Wayne McGee um, exploitation fest. And uh, for, for, for reasons that we've mentioned, you know, like this is really nice for some wealthy dancers to get to do some dancing, yay. Um, not doesn't matter about their health um, is this explicitly I guess what their position is even if they say that or not but the um, <laughs> the w w w one specific point came up which I thought was worth addressing here which was uh, somebody said that they would be happy to pay the 80 euros for a, for a dancer to to do it Obviously, that doesn't even begin to cover the costs. Yeah, of that's what's like involved. already flawed. Yeah. Yeah, but it does bring up something about like, I, well, she said that, and then she said she challenges um, other dance professionals who, I guess, who have managed to sit on some money uh, to do the same for other dancers, basically to try and privately fund the dancer portion mm. uh, of this. Uh, cast, uh, uh, not to an adequate degree, um, and I just thought that this this gets into a broader question of like, should we have private patronage of uh, the arts in general? Mm. Like she was saying that as if that solved the problem. Um, oh, I could underfund this opportunity, and then everything would be fine. And I challenge others to also pay less than is adequate. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of backwards thinking. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously this gets into who are these individuals who have, you know, taken it upon themselves to pay for the arts to exist and what kind of art do, I mean, it's just down to their particular tastes, I suppose. And even if they say it's not, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's just a, a small minded suggestion of what we could, uh, how we should uh, have the arts existing in our society. And it's like a little echo of the sort of broader uh, 
conditions that that are that lots of arts are privately funded and that's um, problematic on that broader scale as well in terms of like yeah who who gets access to those private funds generally it's people who have connections little yeah. foots in the door already family or friends who are rich uh, or, yeah you know it's who you know who you were born in proximity to and also those private bodies even if they do have application processes or whatever they're they're just they're private so <laughs> their ultimate uh, agenda is um, their their own interests yeah. whereas a kind of you know state funding or government funding or in this micro situation festival funding mm -hmm. has got some um, what do you call it accountability to be mm -hmm. um, fair or yeah, uh, diverse or the, whatever. The um, what be. do you call it? The equal opportunities monitoring form. Yeah, there are laws that are that are maybe going to affect yeah. <laughs> yeah. a sort of governing body to make those decisions as yeah. opposed to a private uh, pot of money, which is just the whims of. I mean, an, an, an individual. That is just like so much of how the arts is, anyway, isn't it? I guess you said that, but like yeah, like it's yeah, but, but it's nothing um, is operating perfectly. But. Um, if you know, if we can try to reduce the amount that uh, you know the arts is governed by the whims of rich people, um, that's only for the better. And I was very surprised to see uh, people from the I don't know. I I thought we were all socialists in dance. Obviously, that is not true. Obvious. That's uh -uh. very obvious. Um, but uh -uh. but for a, for a moment there, <laughs> in this particular online forum, I thought I was very surprised to see such a regressive uh, standpoint on what, um, yeah, what the situation should look like. Uh, unfortunately, there's a, sorry, we said we'd wrap up after this, but there is, there is something also, another sort of bigger problem, which we can maybe, I don't know, talk about another day, of like blanket uh, optimism or positivity. And mm -hmm. I would question whether sort of like, but it sounds like a great opportunity. Let's just, you know, give yeah. some money to some young people so that they can do that. That, I would argue, isn't necessarily an optimistic outlook because it, for me, an opti optimistic outlook would be like, you know, burn the systems down and rebuild them. <laughs> but like, you could, th there's, there's this sort of, uh, I call it, I don't know if this is a word, but positivity trolling. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> when people... Um, or concern trolling, maybe yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. Where, where there's a sort of, uh, oh, but don't be so negative. Maybe it's actually good for some people. Or don't be mm -hmm. so, you know, contrary. Yeah. Um, or, like, don't jump on this negative bandwagon against Wayne McGregor because it's just that. It's just a bandwagon and it's just a trend. Yeah. And actually, you're not thinking about this from all the angles and actually... Yeah. And you know what? It always just seems so fucking creepy and weird when people do that. Because it's like like obvious sucking up to like people who are more powerful than them and silencing people who have got legitimate like worries about the health of vulnerable people. Mm. It it's so fucking pathetic to see someone come in 
and go, Oh, but don't you think the rich man has got... Mm, he thought about... Do you think he has his own problems? <laughs> the rich man who's trying to get, you know, 20... I don't know how many dancers. Shitloads of young people to work for free for 12 weeks. Don't you think he's got his own problems? It's like... He is fine without you doing that. Well, the sad thing is that he's, he's really fine without you and actually any arse licking isn't going to get you anywhere, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like it's all, useless like... to you, it's useless to everyone else, it scuppers debate. I don't know, it means you can't even get started with the debate. But it comes from... from... The, the very, very scary realisation that there isn't much logic behind these things other than, like, absurd abuses of power. So uh, to, to try and rationalise someone's behaviour, either, oh, Wayne must be making this decision just because he has no other options, or mm. he's actually a bit short on money, or he's uh, just made a mistake, or, um, you know, he means well. Uh, my God, I literally had a brain blank. All it means Hang is on, we're, no, we're I had forgiving, a brain blank. That's yeah, not which fair. means I need to stop. Yes. I panicked, and I really wanted to finish that thought. Oh, I see. Sorry. I, I thought just thought knew that my brain. Take over. Was... I thought I thought you meant Sorry. take over. I, didn't I just saw this blank coming, and then I was like, "What was this?" I've just gone. I was like, "I'm on weed or something." It's the light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. All of these excuses that you might make for the person in power, essentially, is in order that <laughs> you, one, doesn't feel insane, that you might think, but there must be reasons why he's doing this. There must be reasons why there is such inequality. And <laughs> it must be that the person in charge isn't being, you know, sort of... <laughs> Uh, dismissive and, and, and abusive and manipulating people. It's just a mistake or it's just a misfire. And actually the reality is, it is that there is not the care being taken at the top. And that yeah. means that you also aren't being cared for. So it's yeah. totally understandable for people to, um, and I think it's wrong, but I understand why people try and rationalise a behaviour like this, try and rationalise why someone with so much money would decide not to pay people. But something which is important to remember in these situations, which I um, also drew a blank on. It's amazing, isn't it? It's <laughs> panic, <laughs> got to breathe. I think it's important to remember that there's something about that when, as much as it seems like it, the society is not uh, at the behest of people in the shadows making terrible decisions for everyone. It's always just people, the people who are at the top, they're not evil people. They just always make the decisions which are in their own self-interest, which mm. people, you know, that's a kind of, that's a, kind of a natural thing to do. Mm -hmm. Always make the best decision for yourself. Um, and if you don't ever learn why that was bad, or you're never taught, or you're never shown why that was bad then you just kind of keep doing it if you don't get punished um which 
which is, I think, why it's really important for these people who want to say it's no big deal, stop complaining. It's important for them to just kind of step aside a little bit sometimes because these, if Wayne knew more materially what he was doing mm -hmm. to people, mm -hmm. he might stop. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe I think it, it seems to me like the guy's just never been confronted with the consequences of his actions. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much protection around him. And also it's not about him. I think the point is, yeah, it's really important to like remember that. It's like, this isn't about whether he's nice or not. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's funny to talk about him not being nice, but like, it's kind of not the point. Like, yeah. maybe we'll, you know, we always riff on these kind of yeah. individual characters. We but just see them as fair game, I think. Cause yeah, but yeah. it's kind of, it's, it is not about that. And it's, I mean, yeah, the True and On podcast that I am an avid listener of, they, this great point that they were making about, like, it's what you've said already, like, when a, when a powerful... <laughs> body, whether it's government or Wayne McGregor or whatever, someone in charge um, takes a, the wrong path or you might think is, makes an unfair decision. And the question often is, is that incompetence? Yeah. Or is that like evil, malicious conspiring on their part to like screw us all over? And it's kind of neither or. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's both actually. <laughs> Neither and both. No, but it's not. There, there isn't. There isn't like shady meetings where people go like, huh, "How do we best yeah. screw the workers?" <laughs> I mean, maybe sometimes there are, but but broadly speaking, that's not what's happening. What's happening is that certain uh, actions are rewarded. So the actions where a company say uh, ends up making a profit whatever got led to that place is going to be rewarded. So if that place is actually not paying the workers that much, um, and then at the end of that decision, you have a lot more money, you're going to be like, oh, we did all right on that one then. And there's going to be loads of situations where incompetence, failings, like sort of uh, disorganisation, bad communication, all of this kind of thing will be rewarded by profit. Or... The bottom line, the capital production. Mm. Yeah. So generally it's incompetence, but the incompetence is being rewarded. That's like well, mind it's because, blowing. It's because the criteria for success is so small in capitalism and it's capitalism which makes this problem. I realise now, looking at it, it's, you know, this is why people say that capitalism is the problem. It's because all that matters is the bottom line, is the amount of profit you produce. Everything else is invisible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the criteria for success only relates to whether the number went up. Mm. Um, so the you know measurement of you know one's mental health is so far away from the equation that doesn't ever come into it. The bottom line could also be that you get a piece at the end. Like just sort of bring it back to the specific example, yeah, because mm. people might say. Well, I don't think Wayne McGregor is, like, taking this Biennale yeah, job for the money. And I don't know, maybe he is, but maybe he's not. But he's also looking for the most efficient way to get a show together. And in his experience, he'll have always had surplus 
people to work with, surplus dancers who are willing to work with him, desperately want to work with him, and he knows that he'll have surplus people applying for this opportunity. Opportunity. Um, and it will go ahead really quickly and uh, without great loss of money and they'll have a show at the end. So it's not like, it's like dollar signs in the eyes. It's just like, oh yeah, we'll have a piece by the end of this, but not thinking about what else might be, uh, what the cost of that might be along I the think, way. I think, I think that's very, I think that's very apt to say that it, it is it is a slightly different system to the capitalist system but i would say that it's a system which is heavily influenced by ideas of capital production yeah, yeah. Um, so so yeah yeah exactly it's a kind of a transposing of the idea of valorizing capital um onto a, a model which you know is slightly more public funded slightly more whatever mm. but yeah Great. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to it's been a pleasure talking Careful. to you, <laughs> um, Mademoiselle. Monsieur, we uh, ran out of we, card on yours. Our so. new our new plan was to do a twenty minute episodes, but that's not obviously the case anymore. We've been talking for forty minutes. <laughs> we'll probably cut some stuff. But it was all all really good, so it doesn't really matter. We probably won't cut any of it. Bye. Bye.